with the coffee brewing in the background. This <laughs> with the coffee brewing in the background. This is Brian. And this is another episode of Okay. Let's be honest. An in-depth look at my thoughts as I'm growing through all this fun enlightenment and all the things that I'm learning through the course of my life. You get to hear me talk about it at length, break it down, break it apart, put it back together, and hopefully discern some cool nugget of something. Let's figure it out. I'm Brian. This is okay. Let's be honest. This is okay. Let's be honest. You're listening to the warm, dulcet tones of the one and only Brian. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee or your favorite cup of water or your favorite glass of whiskey, maybe your shot of tequila, whatever it takes to help you slow down a little bit. Let's take a second. Breathe deep. Yeah. And enjoy the warm, smooth sounds of my voice. Man, that sounded kind of, yeah, that sounded kind of cool. <laughs> oh, I love the ridiculous nature of my brain. This is Brian. This is okay. Let's be honest. And this is just another podcast where I get to talk out loud, um, uncontrolled thoughts, just falling to the floor. It's like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just slapping over the bucket of Legos and seeing what I can piece together. I have no idea how it's going to come out. I just know it's coming out. Uh, yeah. So today I want to talk about a week without porn. Yep. Week number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that porn is the problem. I'll never blame. Here you go. I'll never blame an inanimate object on my problems because it's never going to be the inanimate object's fault. The inanimate object has no animation. It has no power. It has no control over anything. It's me. That's the thing. It's my responsibility to make sure that I'm not doing things that are, you know, irreparably damaging me. Though I also have a theory on irreparable damage. I don't think anything's irreparable. I think some people are just unwilling to let go of things, personally speaking. And I'm testing that theory on myself as well. So it's not like I'm, excuse me. It's not like I am, uh, yeah, there's a thought there. I promise. I swear to God, there's a thought there. Fudge sickle ice cream, holy tapioca pudding. The thought was there, man. And it was good. It was a good thought. It was a good thought. Um, son of a bitch. Maybe I need to get a podcast partner because maybe somebody can help me keep these thoughts together or organize or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll get back to it in a second, I guess. In the offices of Titanium Training in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, this is what is happening in my mind. The windows are open. It's a moderate fog outside. I've got a sweatshirt on because now I'm moderately chilly as my body temperature has slowly decreased after waking up. Now I'm going to take a rude sip of coffee. And I'm going to continue to talk to you about the first week without pornography. 
So this tale starts when I was 13. No. When when was the first time I saw it? I was 11. Yeah, that's what it was. There was a kid who used to live down the street from my grandmother. He probably lived, I can honestly say, probably about a quarter mile away. I can't remember how far it was. Um, which he lived to another set of friends. Yeah, that they were only separated by like a small pond. Anyway, my my little friend, we'll call him uh, Stephen. Yeah. So Stephen comes over and we're hanging out. And we're doing whatever. And we're we're in my bedroom when I, while I was still living with our, my grandmother before I moved to Florida. And uh, this was probably shortly after. Let's see. That's 11. So that's like 1991, 1992, 91, 91, 91. I don't know. Anyway, in the 90s, <laughs> in the early 90s, as a youth. Um, yeah, we had lived in Georgia for a little bit, gone to school there, done whatever. Dad was, God, where was dad? Dad was off in Thule, Greenland at the time, I think. Yeah, I think that was one of his final... Uh, yeah, I think it was one of his final remotes or one of his final tours or whichever one you call it, deployment per se. So dad goes off to Greenland and he's out there living there doing whatever he does out in that direction. And so it's myself, my mom, my three sisters, my grandmother. I got some aunts and uncles and I think my cousins were still kind of spread out amongst like Arizona, North Carolina and some other states. And... In this small town in middle Georgia, my buddy Steven comes trollop into the house. And with mullets on our head and <laughs> and, and, and shorts on our butts, we go to my room. Billy or uh, Steven comes in. Oop, I almost slipped and gave you his name. But Steven comes in. He goes, hey, man. I found this video in my dad's closet. You want to see it? As all good stories start. <laughs> hey, man, I found something. You want to see it? <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm 11 years old. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to see it. He goes, man, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> so he, he pops in the video. We shut the door. We're... Uh, we turn off all the lights and do whatever. And we're watching this video. So my little brain hasn't even grasped the concept that I was molested. And just in case you guys are wondering, yeah, I was molested when I was a child while I was living in Guam, unbeknownst to anybody. Yeah, I didn't even come out with that revelation until almost 25, 20, 20, 20 years later. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, it didn't come out for several decades before I told anybody. Moving on. So my brain, not even realizing what's happening, I watched this video. And in this video, this, this gentleman, that's what we'll call him, this gentleman and this lovely lady are in a bedroom together. I'm like, okay, looks like a pretty shitty movie. What's going to happen? I have no idea what's going on here. So we're watching it, watching it, and they're talking back and forth, and there's dialogue like a movie should have. And... um. 
all of a sudden they're full blown naked. So for the first time ever that I can think of, like I said, because I've blocked out issues. So for the first time ever, I see a grown man's penis. Just full blown wiener, man. Full blown wiener. And then I see a woman's vagina for the first time ever. My mind is blown, like just blown brain, just full blown melted face, melted life altered. I'm in a swirling vortex of weirdness. I don't know what's happening. We're just two little boys in middle Georgia in this small, (laughs) super small town in middle Georgia looking at pornography and just watching this videotape of pornography. So (laughs) forever my life would be changed. And I didn't realize how much it would be changed by such a thing. So this tape happens. I get in trouble eventually later because he leaves it at my house because I ask him to leave it. And, or he asks me if I want it. And I said, yeah. So he leaves it and all the things. And I think eventually I got in trouble over it. And at some point, cause I got caught with it and but moving on, you know, like I said, it'd be years later before I collapse or I fall into pornography again. And at the time, we'll just say the late eighties through the mid nineties, Pornography is very, very hard to come by. You know, we're super, super young. So it's not like we can just flip open our phones or pull the phones out of our pockets and just get after it. Um, you know, live my life, do my thing. Whatever's happening is happening. And then let's say, when would be the next time that, oh, so anytime there's a romantic scene in a movie now, my brain is automatically, you know, shifted to that era. Little did I know that this was actually changing the the chemistry of my brain, to be perfectly honest. This is all changing the chemistry of my brain. Little did I know. Didn't have, excuse me, didn't have Google, didn't have therapy, didn't have anything available to me that could even remotely help me understand what I'm doing and what's happening to my mind and how it would affect me and my relationships as I move forward in my life. So fast forward to, you know, let's just go. Yeah. Let's fast forward to 2019. So 2019 is around the corner. Phones are at their their peak at this point. You know, they're, excuse me, they're almost seven-inch screens. Uh, The internet's getting faster. And there's more accessibility to anything you could ever want inside of your pocket. I also think at this point in time, social media is also at its peak. You know, we we have Musical.ly which eventually becomes TikTok, there's Snapchat, there's Instagram, there's Tumblr, there's Bumble, there's bum, 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 bum. I could, I could go for hours on how many there, how many applications, not only in development, but actually being used are, are just at your fingertips all day, every day. And through the context of that, I am lost in the sea of what that is. 
I've already started drinking more often than not. I've already, I've already put myself at such a level of distraction in my own life, knowing everything I know up to this point, understanding as much as I possibly can up to this point, and realizing, not honestly, there you go, not realizing how truly distracted I've become because of the access instantly to anything I could ever want or see in my whole life. If I want to see murder, I can see murder. If I want to see porn, I can see porn. If I want to see uh, torture, I can see torture. If I want to see flowers, I can see flowers. If I want to see rain, I can see rain. If I And like I said, I could go on. Anything I could ever want in my whole life, if I ever want it to be so readily available, all I got to do is pull this magic screen out of my pocket and look at it. Read about it. I can hear the sounds. I can I can almost get lost in whatever it is. Excuse me a moment as I drink more coffee. <clears throat> And for anybody listening, I'm a huge fan of the Death Wish coffee. I'm also a huge fan of the Black Rifle coffee as well. Um, I enjoy the extra caffeination because it makes the coffee actually last longer because I don't have to use as much. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, fun fun footnote for everybody. Um, so, like I said, at its peak for me, that's what's happening. All the fun stuff's going on. Now let's fast forward to this week. Like I said, you guys got a brief history. If you need one in any depth, let me know. Hit me up, whatever the case is. We'll talk about that as the show ends. Um, but at the at its peak, last week, I gave it all away. I gave it all up. I, di- I disconnected myself from the Matrix, basically. That's the best way to describe it. I wasn't necessarily Neo. I didn't have superpowers. That's not how that works. But what I did is I disconnected myself from the internet. The thing that I, that I was connected to and was asleep on for, for probably a solid several years. And also being sober, also being off of every, everything else. The term waking up is probably the best way to explain it. But it's also the worst way to explain it, too, because there are so many new connotations to that shit now. But we'll just use it because I don't have anything else. So my new my new version of self-awareness is. Or meta-awareness, as my fun books like to call it, that's what we'll call it, meta-awareness. So the meta-awareness that I'm living in now is is now that I'm disconnected from whatever it is, whatever that world was, being disconnected from it <clears throat> has been honestly amazing. And that's where we, there we go. That's where we come to this whole new flooding of thoughts. <clears throat> so that first flood of thoughts is now understanding that I have been distracted from everything I know to be true for 20 years ever since i got out of jail for that story and more please feel free to go back into the catalog of what was the podcast and um yeah please feel free to go back and take a look at all that fun stuff 
in there somewhere is me talking about going to jail, being molested, um, and all kinds of fun, crazy shit. Yeah. Somewhere back there. And if not, I might give a, yeah, we might up talk about it again because I'm getting used to talking about it because talking about it doesn't necessarily make it real, but talking about it for me at least gives it not necessarily, it's not that it makes it real or it gives it life. It just allows me to let it go. It's almost like holding it inside made me fat. And now that I'm exercising and doing better, I'm learning how to let it go. That that on another podcast. Anyway. <clears throat> so, so now that I've done that, and now that I've thought about it, and now that we've made it a point to do whatever we think is right with that, I've realized just how distracted and how how distorted my worldview was based on the things that I continue to consume. I'm not saying, once again, I'll go back to the original thought that I had. No inanimate object ever genuinely has control over you. It's literally an inanimate object. It's what you let that thing do to you is where you lose control. I've been distracted, like I said, for 20 years since I got out of jail because I thought if I just remained distracted and I kept my head down and I just went to work, that nothing bad would happen. Little did I know that was probably the worst way to approach this life. But it was a way I was able to get by. Keep your head down, don't do anything crazy, and nothing bad can possibly happen. Well, that was wrong too. Lots of bad stuff has happened. I've got shit credit. You know, I owe the IRS money. And, you know, I'm in debt up to my eyeballs with a whole bunch of projects that I'm just not really working all that hard on. <clears throat> Excuse me, rude coffee break. Yeah, I realized that I let porn distract me from the genuine natural urges of being a man. Because I've been off of it for a week. That long ass, like 10 to 15 minutes of story to, to tell you the second half. Um, yeah, that shit distorted my worldview. It distorted my view of the, of the intimate physical relationship that a man and woman could have. Yeah. I let it take away from me. Emphasis on I let it take it away from me. my own personal sexual desire. I let it, I let it have my identity or I let it shove my identity down to the point where 
there is no identity there. Now, is this good or bad? I don't know. Like I said, it's only the first week, so we'll we'll just have to figure that out as we go. But from what I'm understanding and from what I'm going through at this point, it just it really did distort the way I see things. And and not in such a way where, you know, I'm some kind of maniac and I'm, you know, humping chairs or, you know, thinking thoughts and saying everybody needs to whatever with me anyway. What I'm saying is, is I have literally no sexual desire for anyone unless I watch porn. Like I, I can't even with my current relationship, I can't even fathom the idea of having sex with her without watching porn first. That's how distorted I let it get. And that's not good. And I have until the end of the month to figure out how I'm going to fix that shit. Because there, there should be a, a healthy sexual desire, for me personally, for the opposite sex. Because it was always there before, even in the limited resource of porn back in the day, back almost 30 years ago. Jesus Christ, that is 30 years ago. What the fuck? Ugh. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm getting old. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, even in the distorted idea that that moderate amount of manipulation that I had in my life distorted my entire idea on relationships. You know, I just took a survey. A friend of mine um, put out a survey for her professor in a certain class that she's taking. And I took the survey like the, like for whatever reason, I, it just, I was compelled to, I was like, Oh, I never, okay. I'll take this survey and then share it because it helps with extra credit. So on and so forth down my line. So I decided it's like, okay, shit, I'll help out a friend. Why not? Cool stuff. She's cool. I'm cool. We cool. Let's be cool. So I shared it and then I took the, the quiz and it's, it was essentially, um, I think it was something to do with uh, social media having an effect on your close relationships, something to that extent. I could be wrong. Um, and I took that quiz or I took the survey and I finished it and I submitted it and all the fun stuff. And I started thinking like it, it just got those processes. And I think that's kind of the uh, excuse me. That, that was rude. But I started thinking about how. Not only social media, not only porn, but this inanimate object inside of my pocket has, I have let it take over for me. How I have allowed it, I have given it my consciousness and allowed it to dictate to me how I should think, feel, and whatever the case is. Which is also going back to another original thought as I'm trying to wrap all this stuff up going back to another one of my original thoughts, which is um, how living unconsciously for the last 20 years has actually made things worse and not made things better. Yep. What the fuck? Even as I talk about it, the thoughts are racing inside of my head. Not not racing around inside of my head, but they're flooding in that. Ah, that's a better way to explain that. They're flooding into my head to the extent of 
well, of course your relationship with your ex-wife is this. Of course your current relationship is like this. Of course your current level of business acumen is like this. Of course, because instead of using them as the tools that they should be used as, you let them use, you let the tool use you, you didn't use the tool. You let the inanimate object become anthropomorphized to the point where it had its own consciousness without you. And that's where the problem is, is you gave your consciousness to something else. So you didn't have to do the work of being conscious. And I think that's where this podcast is going. More on consciousness later, along with other subjects as well, as I continue to let all these thoughts race through my head. Man, who'd have thunk I could talk this long about any subject? <laughs> I don't know if I have anything to say, to be quite honest, but I feel like saying it in this format is, I feel like this is the right thing for me to do, and I don't know why. So I'm just going with it. So now that I'm detached from everything, now that it's been a week without porn, and I'm like way more conscious of it now, now I'm sitting here trying to think to myself, I'm like, okay, at this age, at this stage, at this level of my life, is it necessary to have sex at all? I'm not having kids. Um, my current partner is unable to have children at this point. Um, do I really care about having a close physical intimate relationship with anybody at this point? And I really am honestly questioning that. Do I genuinely have all these desires? I And the thing is, I think I do. I just don't feel them. And like, for example, yesterday. <clears throat> so yesterday I was doing whatever it is I normally do. And I saw a lot of attractive women. I'm attracted to women. This is something I do understand. And I am very sure of. But not that that we can put that aside. I saw a lot of women that I know I find attractive. And I literally could not fathom the idea of even wanting to be in the same room with them naked. Like I would just look at them and that was it. Like I even look at my current partner like that. I'm sorry, dear, if you're hearing this, I apologize in advance. It is my fault that this is a problem and I am genuinely trying to work on it. That's where half of this podcast is coming from. That note aside, like I just can't, like my, I don't have the urges and I don't have the desires no matter what supplementation I'm taking either. Because I do take supplementation for it. I'm not taking Viagra or anything like that, but I'm taking supplementation for a whole host of other things. Like making sure I get enough vitamins and minerals because if I don't get them from my diet, I got to get them from somewhere. And that's just to balance my shit out. So that's just kind of where I'm at. Week one without porn. And I'm conscious of the fact that I have a distorted perspective of the physically intimate relationship between myself and other people, or even with myself, other women that I found it. Y'all get it. Y'all are smart. Why do I have to explain that? Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. 
20 something minutes of conversation or 20 something minutes of me talking to come to that conclusion where it's that's where I'm at with the first week of porn is I don't even I don't even know where to start on how to rebuild what I've never had. So there you go. How can I rebuild something I've never had? I guess I have to build it now. Fuck. Something else I got to do. <laughs> Just more work, man. It's more work. So here's your message for today. Don't give your consciousness away. Don't. Yes, these things are fun, but remember, they're also inanimate objects. They have no life until you give it to them. Where you put your energy is, is where your life is going to go. So put the energy in the places where you put your energy in the place where you want it to be so you can reap the fruit of what you want. That's it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Consciousness, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. Anyway. So, yeah. Now I have to reestablish a relationship with myself in a physically intimate manner. So, so I can just be a human being and do whatever this human being is supposed to do. Because logically speaking, I know that I should be somewhat physically intimate with the other human being I'm in a relationship with by choice. I guess this is just the work moving forward. Yeah. Week one without porn, repeating it one more time for fun. Week one without porn. Now we got to reestablish a relationship with ourselves, so we can have a better relationship with the world. Let's go. All right. Now that we're done with the podcast, that is 30 minutes of fun that you'll never get back in your whole day. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Brian. This is Let's Be Honest. And here's how you can get a hold of me. So on the social media stuff, like I said, I'm not always on there, but like I said, you can always reach me. I get the notifications um for friends and, and all that fun stuff so i'll at least see them but if you just have questions comments concerns on anything that i've talked about during any one of the podcasts that i've posted at this point in time please feel free to hit me up i am at b w a r e u s at gmail.com that's b w a r e u s at gmail.com um, you can also hit me up on the instagrams so on the instagrams it's uh for right now it's uh stand up stand up underscore hammer down one that's stand up underscore hammer down one you can hit me up there with some direct messages comments on any of my posts things of that nature you can also hit me up on the facebooks which is uh brian b-r-y-a-n uh Browder, B-R-O-W-D-E-R. -E I forgot my last name for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, just hit me up over there. Um, the picture of me is actually the picture of uh, 
the Greek statue of Hercules because I'm egocentric and I think it's cool. Anyway, those are the three places that you guys can hit me up at this point in time. Hit me up with a direct message if you have any questions, comments, concerns on anything. My name is Brian. This is Let's Be Honest. Today's subject was a week without porn. Enjoy your lives. Much love, guys.